You're listening to Zap Nights Zap Chats, a monthly video game discussion. Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Zap Chats for January 2021. Yay, finally! It's I'm your host, done. Danny. I'm your co host, Kaylee. Kaylee, how are you? <sighs> I'm better. You're better? Um, it's 2021. Yeah, because it's changed that much. <laughs> well,. It's the mindset. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, better things coming. Yes, it's yeah. new. Well, you know, we kept saying 2020 was going to be like the best year ever because everything was on the weekend and everything was Taco Tuesday was actually on a Tuesday. And no, that was that was not how 2020 went at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think. As far as, like, the social stuff, the, the things that I'm used to, 2020 was very sad. Like, we like to go to concerts, and we like yeah. to go out to eat a lot, and we weren't able to do any of that this year. Um, but I, not that I can see us doing that anytime soon this year, <laughs> but, I, you know, it's still better than, I don't know, I don't know what I'm trying to say, but... Hopefully this coming year it'll it'll be better. But in any case, oh, I was gonna say that the good thing is we've been playing a lot of games. I I feel like I've been able to focus on the Twitch stuff a little bit more. Um, I've had job changes, which has been crazy. I mean, we've talked about it in the chats yeah. before, but you know, New Year <laughs> like to start yeah. it off good. Um, so that leads me to what have you been playing lately, Kaylee? Um. Uh, just not a whole lot. <laughs> Mostly Stardew when I can. Yeah. Kind of just taking a break. That's good. So yeah. I've been playing Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Um, Valhalla! I've got like probably 40 hours into the game at least at this point. And we're halfway through January. And looking yeah. at the chapter lists... I don't think I'm anywhere close to beating it. <laughs> I think that it will start picking up pace now that I've done a lot of things, but mm -hmm. I, it's not it's not there yet. So it's a long game. Yeah, we're going to need another month, unfortunately. So instead of our um we were planning on February's podcast being Assassin's Creed Valhalla, but unfortunately we're going to push that out to um march and then february's yeah. episode we're gonna sit down and talk about uh gris we're gonna play gris and review that so that'll be nice. fun i've i've played a little bit of gris i played about i don't know maybe half of the game i don't um, know anything about it oh man it, it's more <laughs> of an art piece than it is anything oh, else cool. so it's it's gonna be a lot like abzu when we played that game uh, yeah. it's more of the experience of the game not necessarily you know the difficulty or the, the yeah. you know unique gameplay it's really just the experience of the game in general so that'll be good um i've also been playing some overcooked the first overcooked uh me and Lori have been playing it the past couple weeks i guess and we just beat it tonight actually so that Aww, was kind of neat for you. it's not 
because it's so similar to Overcooked 2, we're not going to do a podcast episode on it, but it's worth mentioning that it's a fun game. If you like Overcooked 2 and you don't have Overcooked 1 or haven't played it, it's the exact same game. It's just simpler. It's on a simpler <clears throat> scale. Like, there's no throwing food around. There's, um, you know, minimal... Uh, ingredients to use and stuff but you know it's still that same fun gameplay so if that's something that you're into I would suggest picking it up but um, if you didn't like Overcooked 2 don't bother because it's the same game <laughs> which is why we're <laughs> not going to review it because it's exactly the same game nice um, so yeah that's, that's about it that's all I've been playing um, again, I'm a little bummed that we're not going to move on with anything else as far as streaming goes. I would like to try and do more specialty streams where we're doing like the, um, the indie games or something just to pick something else up, but I just don't have time. Like I try to schedule myself on the weekends to stream and my weekends are always so crazy and I just don't have time to sit down and play a game on Twitch. So it's typically just if I get a chance to play a game, I try and squeeze in Valhalla if it's not my scheduled nights. Otherwise I just play Valhalla on my scheduled nights (laughs) to try and progress, but I'm loving Valhalla so much. So I'm not, you know, I don't want to like stop and call it quits, but right. like, I feel like I've given it the amount of time that it needs. Like I've never had a game that is so big that I haven't been able to beat it within the two month span. Like this is literally the first time that I can, that I genuinely am like, I can't, I can't beat it. There's no yeah. way <laughs> I just can't. It's just too big of a game. And it's funny cause it's not even that complicated. It's really just, it's just a long there's game. that much. yeah so i mean that's a good thing but um it just makes for these couple months that we're playing it kind of awkward because yeah i'm playing this in the background but you know we're trying to squeeze in these little games which is fine because you know what what was uh untitled goose was the last podcast episode that was a great game that was worthy that was worthy of a podcast episode all in itself and I feel like Gris is going to be the same way. Yes, it's a short game. Yes, it's going to be, you know, it's it's unique. Um, and is it going to take us a whole month to play? But it's going to be worth, I, I hope, I'm from what I've played, it's going to be worth an entire podcast episode. So I'm excited for that. Oh, good. I'm excited too then. Nice. So um, the topic for today, we reached out to people on Instagram and um, Discord and ask people to give us some questions. So I have six questions that I've managed to scrape together. Not too many people were interested, but that's fine. Um, (laughs) If you're interested in sending us a question, send us a question on any of our social media, or you can email us, sapnightgaming at gmail.com. Wherever we're at, just reach out to us and ask us, you know, send us a question and let us know that it's for our next Q&A, and I'll save it, and we'll, we'll We'll file it away for our next one, which could be next month if you guys send us a whole bunch of stuff, or it could be in six months when we finally have enough. But I feel like six (laughs) questions is enough to kind of go off of. I think we'll have some fun with it. So the first question and the only question on Discord um, is 
what is the worst game you've played? And I think we'll, we'll both answer this one. So. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I jumped the gun. No, I go ahead. Knew. What is it? It was Mary-Kate and Ashley. Mary-Kate and Ashley is the worst game. Now, you, it doesn't <laughs> have to necessarily be for the podcast. It can be any game you've um, ever played, but... Um, Mary-Kate and Ashley is a good one. one, though. Final Fantasy 1? Yeah. Almost terrible. That was early. Early in Zap Night. Yeah. One of the first games we played, and it... It, like, broke me a little bit inside and i i seriously not that not that i was seriously thinking about not continuing zap zap night but it was like i don't know if i can do this <laughs> well it is a hard game to pick up like especially early in our podcasting where it's like we're we're dedicating ourselves to play and beat these games and final Wait. fantasy one is like i don't know if i want to do this <laughs> yeah, this is very exactly difficult <laughs> Yeah, it's definitely Final Fantasy One would be my my least favorite worst game for um, this podcast. I'm gonna say mine is probably Claymates. Uh it just yeah, I that was one, it, the problem it with that of, one is I was so disappointed because I was looking forward to that game from our childhood. And yeah, then we went and played it, and it was just a letdown. It ruined our memory of it, that's for sure. I mean, that said, I wouldn't mind picking it up and playing, like, the first couple episodes, or the first couple levels. Levels. But I, there's no way I would try and beat that game yeah. again. There's no way. That was I, that was a pretty miserable... We had two different days, I believe. We had to, like Usually we try and knock some of those smaller games out in a day. Like six hours, <laughs> generally speaking. But that... That was really hard. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, our next question is on Instagram. And it is, what is the origin story of the name Zap Knight? Uh, we've talked about this before, and it's okay to uh, to talk about it again. Basically, um, Zap Night stands for Zelda and Pizza Night. And what started Zap Night, uh, the name, well, no, actually, what started Zap Night as a whole. Um, <laughs> after I moved out, I moved out with my wife. We got our own house, and um, Kaylee was still single. And we were hanging out all the time still. And then Kaylee moved out with her now husband. And um, after that, we didn't really see each other very much. So in order to force us to hang out <laughs> and spend more time, we wanted to get together once a month and play a video game. And the first video game we played ended up being Zelda. And so we called that night Zelda and pizza because we ate pizza. It was just our thing. You know, we would yeah. get together once a month, play a game, which happened to be Zelda, and then we would order pizza and we would trade off which house we would meet at, whatever. Yeah. And um, I don't know. It was just, it was what we did. And after a while that, it seemed like we just kind of stopped doing that a little bit. And well, we, I mean, we did for a little bit, but then we would still, well, it helped that I started work with you guys, with you oh, and your true. wife. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we would get together all the time and just 
chit chat all the time about these games. And so we kind of felt like that we just would put all that, you know, we were getting, we were always together anyway, always playing games and we would always have food and we kind of called it Zelda and pizza night, even though we weren't playing Zelda anymore. Right. So we just kind of decided when we were thinking about names and stuff for the podcast, deciding we were going to put all of our thoughts and efforts into a podcast. That's kind of where the name came from. Yeah. It was really funny because when we were sitting down and talking about building a podcast, um, trying to come up with that name, you know, we're throwing around ideas and then all of a sudden it's like, wait, why don't we bring back that Zelda and yeah. pizza night that we started with and use that? And I don't know if you guys don't have a podcast or you've never thought about it, you want to try and have something that nobody else has, right? You don't want to overlap something. You don't want to try and, you know, grab a, um, a website name That is already being used. So, you know, you start searching the webs for stuff and, you know, I I can't remember any of the beta um, names that we came up with, but the stuff that we were coming up with, you look and it's already out there. So then Zap Night came along and it's like, well, Zap Night really is us and nobody else had it. So it was like, boom, that's it. So we just went all for it. We grabbed, you know, the website names. We grabbed... um, Facebook and Instagram and got all that rolling before we did anything. Yeah. I think before we even had the the first episode uh, recorded, oh, yeah. we had all that stuff like locked in. And then um, Lori We're, helped design the logo. Yeah. And, Working on the logo. Yep. yep. So yeah, that's not just the origins of the name, but that's origins of Zap Night in general. <laughs> Oh, that's it's been almost 10 years. In fact, it's been over 10 years yeah. since we started uh, Zap, Zap, Zelda and Pizza. <laughs> and, yeah. you know, we called it Zap Night before it was Zap Night. We just I remember I remember getting texts Zap Night next week. I know it's, we're not playing Zelda anymore, but, you know, it, it just it's well, it seems like we there was a day that we had like burgers and we called it like Zab or something like that. Yeah. Or, I don't know, <laughs> like tacos and it was like Zat. <laughs> I don't know. Just I mean, we played. Or played I think different. we played Mario and we were calling it like Map. <laughs> oh yeah, I do remember that. Well, I I came across um some old board games today i was putting them all together and organizing them and i came across uh, it's it's pictionary but it was the draw something remember when draw something oh, yeah, was yeah. An app? and i i came across our old uh like entries and stuff and that was for that was a zap night night <laughs> yes i remember that cramming us in my little apartment <laughs> I mean, it wasn't much different at my house either. Yeah. I mean, back then I had a really small house and I mean, we all just crammed in there and made we the most of it. Babies. <laughs> we still are. <laughs> we just have bigger houses yeah. and bigger mortgage Aww. payments. <laughs> oh yeah, that was Oh, that was a nice reminiscent. Good question. Good question. I liked yeah. That question. That was fun. All right, next question. Um, favorite character on Mario Kart? Probably Yoshi. I guess. I don't play Mario Kart a whole lot. I just my my default's Yoshi because I like Yoshi. <laughs> hmm. And then I I pretty much I think um, Daisy I think is sometimes my next one or Bowser. 
I don't know. I'm just listing off characters at this point. <laughs> Let's what see. What about you? What's well, the you know, I, I do remember choosing Bowser a whole lot, like the Mario Kart for um, the Super Nintendo, just because I liked playing the lava levels because it looked like chili. <laughs> yeah. It, it's <laughs> funny because in, in the original Mario Kart for the Super Nintendo... Uh, Bowser and Donkey Kong are like the fastest, so mm. I always picked them. But then after um, after the later games started coming around, I kind of went with the same Nintendo character. So no matter what game I was playing, whether it be Mario Party, Mario Kart, you know, any of those, I was always Toad. I've always picked Toad. Yeah. So, um, yeah, Toad is my default character, even though he may not be the best in Mario Kart necessarily, but yeah. I make him work. I do the best I can with Toad, but I'm always Toad. It doesn't really matter. Um, what's really sad is in Mario Party, the new um, Mario Party game on the Switch, you can't be Toad. And it Aww, really bummed me I'm out. Sorry. Who'd you choose? Um, I think I just randomly pick characters now because I'm so bummed out that there's no Toad. Yeah, that's kind of sad. I tend to like Dry Bones. Um, I pick him sometimes. I think it's funny because the new Mario Party game, who you pick kind of, uh, who, who you pick determines your dice, and some characters have better dice than others, so mm. I kind of go with who has the better die, you know, to start off with. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess that doesn't really matter. But still, <laughs> it's a bummer that I can't be Toad, because yeah, Toad is my bro. <laughs> Your bro. Yeah, I do remember you choosing Toad a lot. <laughs> nice. All right, next game, or next question. Um, game Boy or Game Gear? I mean... Game Boy, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't have much to add to that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we didn't really grow up with a Game Gear. Uh, I did play a Game Gear when I was growing up, but we didn't have one. So our default answer is Game Boy just because of that. Yeah. Um, you know, I think for both of us, our first Game Boy game was probably Pokemon. And yeah. <laughs> that was more Game Boy Color. Like, we didn't have the original Game Boy. We started with the Game Boy Color. Uh, but my uncle had a Game Gear. My uncle's only a couple years older than I am. So we spent a lot of time together. And um, he had a Game Gear. And I played a lot of the Game Gear when I was over at his house. Playing Sonic and... Um, Sonic is the only game that I can remember. <laughs> um, but because of that, I, you know, obviously when I started to build my collection, I wanted to have a Game Gear. So I do have a Game Gear now in my collection, though I don't play it a whole lot. Yeah. Again, there's a lot of complicated bits to that. It takes a lot of AA batteries. The games aren't quite as interesting, in my opinion. Um, I've never played one before. But the Game Gear is so much better as far as hardware goes like the screen is full color yeah the games play really well so i don't know it's it's too bad but yeah game boy is the is the answer for that way one. to go all right next one um what's your favorite game genre 
RPG, I guess. Yeah, I I agree with that. That's mine too. Um, we've I, always. Oh, go ahead. Well, I guess more specifically, JRPGs. Although it's no, I mean, there's no denying. Like we both really probably favor the RPGs. Mm-hmm. I do like the like the simulation stuff though, like Animal Crossing and Harvest Moon and stuff. But yeah, RPGs. Yeah, same for me. I mean, you know, our base game, I guess it's tough because like growing up early, we were playing more of the Mario and Donkey Kong Country, the platform stuff, but then the RPGs came along and like blew my mind (laughs) when I was a kid. Like I want, I, I wanted to be these characters. It wasn't like that with Donkey Kong and Sonic and Mario. I wanted to be Chrono. I wanted to be cloud. And that was so big. That was such a big deal to me. So, then, you know, obviously because Chrono Trigger and Final Fantasy VII was my favorite games growing up, when, you know, the next installment of Final Fantasy came along, that was my go-to game. Yeah. <laughs> and it just kind of stuck that way. Well, that that style of game has a name, and that's JRPG. Um, so, I mean, yeah, that's, that's definitely my favorite. Yeah. Uh, but that doesn't mean that I don't very much enjoy all the other ones. It's just I that's my go-to. Yeah. All right, last question that I know of. Um, how many games do you own, and how many of those games have you beat? Oh, no. <laughs> all right, start counting. Um, so my count is around 3,000. Um, I have been collecting games for a couple years. Um, I I mean, I've been collecting games for a while, but I didn't actually sit down and decide I'm going to have a game collection until like we started the podcast. And it's a funny story. Like, um, when we started the podcast, I already had quite a few games and I already knew the games that I wanted to play for the podcast, at least to start off with like the final fantasy series and some of the old retro games that we played as kids. But then we wanted to do the thrift shop thing and the thrift shop thing meant we needed games from thrift stores. Well, that transformed into buying literally any game we didn't already own and that turned into buying literally every game. <laughs> so, um, you it's know, it's now a full blown addiction. Well, I wouldn't call it necessarily an addiction because I would sell this in a heartbeat if I needed to. But uh, and and with COVID, obviously, we're not buying as much, and I'm not like going through withdrawals. Though it does kind of feel that way sometimes. <laughs> but um, no, it's. It's really just, I enjoy collecting these games. I enjoy buying the games, especially if I, I couldn't when I was a kid. You know, you're limited to what you can and can't buy, and I wanted them all. And here now I'm an adult, and I can freaking have all of them. <laughs> uh, but, you know, it really, what kicked that off was the podcast and wanting to do the thrift shop stuff. And by the way, if you're interested in listening and watching more 
of the thrift shop games that I've picked up over the years. You can check out our YouTube channel if you're not already watching us on YouTube. Um, it's youtube.com forward slash Zap Night Gaming. Uh, we do thrift shop games. We sit down and we play roughly a half hour's worth, give or take, depending on how good the game is. Um, and we just enjoy it and see what it's like and check it out. We don't typically pay more than like five bucks for these games. So what you're seeing is just probably you know, what it's worth. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. I mean, not, not always. I mean, sometimes there are some really good games. I mean, we played like that, uh, Donald duck going quackers that started oh, off as a thrift quackers. shop game. And we ended up, you know, playing that as a main game though. It wasn't that great. But there was one that we did play. Like it was a thrift shop game. We ended up playing it. I wonder which one that was. We'll have to go back later. It's we didn't. It was we actually played it for the podcast. Oh, and I guess I would love to play Elibits here soon. <laughs> yeah, me too. I need some Elibit plushies in my life. Yes, we all do. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Elibit plushies for everyone. Everyone. Um, but yeah, so in any case, um, I kind of went off topic there. Uh, I have about 3000 in my collection and, um, of those 3000, I've probably beat, I, I'm (laughs) no more like 4%. Um, I've, I've beat maybe like between 30 and 50 of those games. I've beat like. Most of the Final Fantasy games that I own, I've beat most of those. Um, And then there's a handful, like most of the Pokemon games that I have, I've beat most of those. Um, And I mean, that's, and and then all the podcast episodes that I've played, you know, obviously we've beat all of those. And we have, we have 72 podcast episodes, though Seth and Evan helped us with a lot of those, yeah. too, during 2019. So, you know, a lot of those aren't, you know, necessarily us or me playing those games. But I do have quite a few of those 72 are games yeah. that I've beat. Um, so, yeah, I would say the number is about between 30 and and 50 <laughs> to just give you a, a broad number. <laughs> it's nowhere near the 3000 games that I own, which is really upsetting to me as a gamer. But I mean, that's why we have the podcast. We're doing the best we can. Right. I mean that I can't even answer that question. That was clearly directed towards you. <laughs> How many games I do you think you own? Games. <laughs> oh, you own more than that. How many oh, games do you I think don't... you own? Like, if you were to put a ballpark number on it. I mean, probably between 40 and 50. Okay. Maybe. Like, total, like, in the entire house. Like, I don't even know if that sounds like a lot, but I don't, I know we own more than 20, but I don't know if it's sure. less, you know, more than 50, but. Well, and that was something that I had to deal with when I started getting a lot. And I want to say when we had about like 300 games it got to the point where it's like do we have this or not i don't know like i think we have it we might not so we had to have a way to keep track of them and um we started up price charting which is a website that 
it's primarily used for value calculations, though it's not always accurate because there's a lot of garbage that gets put in there. But um, it's a great place for me to keep track of what I have. And so when I go to the store or when I go thrift shopping, I can, you know, find a game and be like, this one doesn't look familiar. And I could look it up in my my price charting list and verify if I have it or not. And then if I don't, then I'll buy it and I'll add it to my catalog. But yeah, it was that that was a hard one. Like we had yeah. to go through and you know, log all the games, but then price charting is cool. And you can add like, do I have the books? Do I have the, the cases, Thanks. you know, are the games in good condition, that kind of stuff. And we tried to add notes to all of our games and now we just try to keep up with it. But uh, honestly, the biggest problem with having a collection this big is the freaking stickers. <laughs> there are stickers on every single game that I own. Well, not not all of them. Most of the games that you get at thrift stores, they put a stupid sticker on it. Most of the games that you get at like resale shops, the mom and pop shops, or uh, we have a um, we have a store around here called Disc Replay, and they you know all these places put stickers on their cases. Yeah. And so, you know, we'll, there are days that I feel antsy and I'll go through and I'll peel, you know, a couple Sticker dozen night. stickers off. <laughs> um, especially if we're going to be taking pictures of games, we'll we'll sit down and we'll decide what games that we're going to take pictures of and try and peel some of those stickers off. If the goal is to take pictures of games that are from thrift shops, sometimes we'll leave those stickers on just to say, oh, this is from Goodwill. Like, see, the sticker is from Goodwill. We paid two ninety nine for this game, you know. So right. that's kind of fun. But, um, yeah, it's that's probably the worst thing about having this many games is the freaking All the stickers. stickers. You need to have a sticker night. Yeah. I Your would like that. Would hurt. <laughs> it would hurt the rest of the the week. It's funny because one of one of my friends, uh, Jinx, she's been on the podcast a few times. Um, she tells me that she likes peeling the stickers, and I'm like, if you ever visit, we're having a sticker night, and <laughs> well, you're gonna help me clear all the stickers <laughs> off of these games. Stickers are great to pick off if they come off fluidly, but mm -hmm. when you get those that are like ripping and lots of goo gone Going, yeah that but like nothing is more satisfying than a clean peel off like off gone right <laughs> smooth i know i know exactly um <laughs> so uh, since we're on the topic of my um of my game collection maybe i'll share some fun facts about my game collection um how about my highest priced game does that sound like fun yeah. Let's see. I'm looking I'm at guessing, price charting right now. I'm guessing Mary Kate and Ashley is your lowest priced. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my highest priced video game is Valkyrie Profile. Aww. And that's $226 I'm, is the estimated value. I am jelly about that one. I remember when you got it. Lori bought that for me for my birthday when we first met. Yep. So like you know, 12 years ago, give or take. And I think she paid like 80 bucks for it, maybe less. Nice. And I've kept that in as good of condition as I possibly can. The next game is Pokemon blue. 
And that's oh. because I own the box for that, so that's $183. Chibi Robo is up there at $183 as well, which blew my mind that Chibi Robo is worth that much. I actually bought that game when it was new in the store. Um, I got guys that little amiibo. I think it's Chibi Robo. Oh, yeah, yeah, it is. It's from the 3DS game. It's really cute. And uh, the next one is Grindstormer, and that's a uh, Sega. Ge- or sorry, yeah, a Sega Genesis game. One hundred and sixty-four dollars is the estimated value. Um, that one I found at a random like game lot, and I probably spent like twenty dollars on the whole box of video games, and this one was sitting in there. So that was a good find. <laughs> And then after that is Chrono Trigger at $150. And that one I also got from Lori for my birthday or Christmas or something. And I don't think she spent more than like 80 bucks or 40 bucks or something like that. Nice. So yeah. Yeah. And then let's, uh, let's see. How about my newest video game? I just bought Ark Survival Evolved. I found that at Target for $8. On the PS4. I got Detective Pikachu. I spent $20 on that at Target just today. <laughs> and Dreams. Oh. I got Dreams for the PS4 at Target today. And I think I... What did I spend on that? Um, I want to say like $11. Something like that. Ooh, breaking the bank. I know. Oh, and then I bought Beyond the Beyond on PlayStation. I, I paid 30 bucks for that game, but it's like a JRPG and I've never heard of it. It's just a walkthrough of Bed Bath and Beyond. No, that's not true. It's what's after Bed Bath and Beyond. It's Beyond the Beyond. You didn't let me finish. Oh, I see. Sorry. It's Bed Bath and Beyond, but with the Beyond. In Mm. the Beyond. Yes. It's Beyond. I digress. All right. Good. Good talk. Talk. (laughs) So yeah, I I like. I like flexing my uh, my video game um, collection well, from time to time. You've you've spent a lot of time on it. That you did not have children. You had that baby. That's true. Yeah, that is true. I have yeah. I have quite the video game collection. I'm really proud of it. Um, mainly because the majority of the games that I have. I've gotten at thrift stores or garage sales and I haven't I haven't spent that much money on it. Like maybe <clears throat> as a whole, maybe like ten thousand dollars I've put into it over the past five ish years, maybe more. Sure. Um, which isn't terrible considering it's worth Again, price charting numbers, it says it's worth about 50000 But, like, you know, that's if I get top dollar for all of these games, which, you know, right. if I were to try and sell it, I wouldn't. But whatever. So, yeah, just fun things to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, you should brag because... I mean, it's it's a nice. It's come a long way. Like it, like we were talking about with Zap Chats from the beginnings. Like your little basement <laughs> where you first started off. You were so proud of your basement, <laughs> and like I, you saw some pictures in your Facebook memories a few months ago, and it's just like if only you knew. <laughs> yeah. Well, and when we moved into this house, the basement, the game room was designed. To, the basement was designed to be the game room. And we put all the games in here, and it was very vacant. 
And it was mostly like I had maybe two or three bookshelves and they were kind of filled. Uh, (laughs) But then it was like, okay, we started getting more and more and more video games and we're like, we need shelving to put this on. And then we got like a random shelving unit from a garage sale and it was like a DVD rack and that worked for a little while. And then we ended up just like building our own and like building them into the wall. And that was like the best thing we did. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I think if our game collection gets any bigger, the only thing we really can do now is either a cover the windows which would give us maybe another two or three hundred games or take down. We have a wall that is full of just the game boxes, the system boxes to take those down and put more shelving up for that. Like that's literally the only other thing we could do to make more space for more games. Just make a new building or, or we could sell. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. No, I was going to say, or we could, sell all of the xbox games because we don't play xbox (laughs) (laughs) like my xbox collection is like a third of my wii collection (laughs) like not just xbox like original xbox xbox 360 and xbox one combined is maybe a third if that a third of my wii collection and that's just (laughs) wii like my ps2 and my wii collections are huge just I don't know. It's yeah, silly, 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 silly. You silly goose. <laughs> what's um, Kelly? What's your favorite game in your collection? Just out of curiosity, is there a game that you're like, oh, I'm so glad I have this? Um, I don't know if it's my favorite, but what came to mind was uh, my Artanalico game. You you got the first. An installation of the Artanelco series, mm-hmm. but my favorite one was the second one, and I ended up buying that one. Oh, you have it, good. Yeah, that means that we can play the second one. Yeah, we should. It's a really good one. I, it's my. I mean, I've only played two and a half of the Artanelco series. I think there's four. Is there four now? Four or five? I can't remember now. I have it up. I want to say there's four. Artonelico, if I'm spelling that correctly. Oh, and it just auto-corrected to Harvest Moon. No. That's a good Artonelico, but Harvest Moon. Artonelico. Something like that there. Uh, No, it looks like there's only three. No, I'm pretty sure there's four. Unless it's not called Artonelico. Artanelico Melody of Alemia, Artanelico 2 Melody of Metaphalica, and Artanelico Uga. Oh. Um, oh, Koga. Um, there is another one. I know for sure. It came out for PS4. I really? want to say. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Although, I, I think mine, yeah, mine is region set to America. Let's see what all changes. No, it still doesn't show up. I don't know. Maybe I'm being silly, but I thought there was more. Hmm. It's okay. I was just curious. Oh, but yeah, I mean. It's Arno Surge. It's a crossover. 
Oh, okay. I believe it's a crossover. Yes. Okay, my bad. In any case, <laughs> in any case, we officially own two of them now. <laughs> yeah, no, we totally should play the second one. I think that would be fun. Yeah. Now that, that, now that we have good. the second one, I'd be down. Yeah. Something I mean, to think not... about. Yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> now. how long that game is. I know the second one, man, it's expensive. The first one says it's worth $57 complete the second one is 66 dollars complete the third one is only 20 (laughs) i can't remember how much i paid for the second one i want to say it was about 30 bucks oh wow you got a deal yeah it was a pretty good deal considering i have the box and everything i also have a art book for the first one that i got a long time ago Fun fact, Artanelico Melody of Alemia is the very first podcast episode. Yeah, I remember that. I remember suggesting it. And it was a good one. I'm glad. Yeah, I figured you'd like that one. It's funny because when I streamed that one, it it was the very first time I ever streamed. And the, like, quality of everything is terrible. (laughs) But I did my best, gosh dang it. It... It just it boggles my mind because it just does not it's it's one of those things where like it doesn't seem like it was that long ago. But at the same time when you think about it, like it was that long ago. I don't know. It's, it's funny, like if you think about it doesn't feel like it's been that long since we played the game, but if you think about how many games we've played since then, it's like wow, yeah. We've yeah. done a lot since then. So maybe it has been that long. <sighs> it just it's so sad thinking about how uh, we were just babies just in, in each other's <laughs> basements, just playing Zelda, playing Zelda and eating pizza. Yep, it's true. <laughs> it's true. Well, guys, thank you so much for sending us the questions. Um, if you guys submitted the questions uh, listening to this, thank you. Thank you so much. If you have more questions, make sure you send us a message on Instagram or Facebook or Literally anywhere that has Zap Night, just see if you can figure out how to send us a message. You can send us an email. Um, you know, we'll we'll add it to the list and we'll you know try and answer them next time we do another question and answer thing. Yeah, I, I had some fun doing this and talking about other random stuff because that's what we do on Zap Chat. Yeah, <laughs> we just <clears throat> chat. Um, we've been thrown around, you know. Playing with thoughts of what to play next after Assassin's Creed Valhalla is done. Um, we talked about maybe Final Fantasy Type Zero. We talked about playing um, Chrono Trigger. We've talked about playing Final Fantasy fourteen. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what we're going <laughs> to end up doing. Um, I did reach out. Another podcast uh, just started up. Uh, the Phoenix Down Low guys, go and check them out. They are Aww. pretty cool. They just started like a Final Fantasy podcast. Basically, they're playing as many Final Fantasies as they possibly can, and they just released an episode that goes through like the first three um, Final Fantasy games. Very good. A good listen, guys. Go check them out. Um. But 
the reason why I bring them up is because I reached out to them and was asking them like, Hey, if you're playing final fantasy 11 about the time that we're playing final fantasy 11, can we like do a, you know, meet up and, and play as a group simply because I think it'll be in our best interest because they haven't played as far as I know, from what they had been talking on the podcast, they haven't played much of final fantasy 11 and we haven't played any of final fantasy 11 or any of the MMO. Well, you've played a little bit of 14 anyway. I just think it would be cool for the two, two groups to, you know, get a chance to experience that together since, you know, we're all going to be noobs at it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, since we're since i'm shouting out some podcasts um another one is um play your way podcast they just started up too (laughs) they're um they mostly just talk about video games in general and their likes and dislikes they're they're only like three episodes in so go and show them some love too they're on spotify um you know just trying to share the love. I don't know how yeah. many people are listening to this podcast that would really even go and check other people out. But if I can help, I would really like to, um, there are a couple podcasts that I personally am listening to and interested in. So maybe you guys would be too. So share the love, share the love. Um, anything else you want to talk about Kaylee? No, I, I feel like this was a good zap chance. Cool. Yeah, me too. Um, guys, thank you all so much for listening and hanging out for this zap chance. Our next podcast episode will be on February 1st and we will probably be talking about Gris. If that changes, obviously you'll know when February 1st comes out and it won't be Gris, but it probably will be. We definitely need more time on Assassin's Creed Valhalla. So yeah, we'll talk to you guys again on the first and, uh, um, see you next time. Bye.